Matt wrote me five seconds later. It's like, hey, Julie, you got the news for today? And I'm like, uh, no. I I felt like the kid <laughs> who forgot to do his homework. I really, really did. It was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. I think we just didn't have audio there for a second. For some reason, the audio bars went down and then up again. Oh. Yeah, they're, they're fine I... now. They're fine now. They're fine now. I don't oh, know did, what the did, hell that was, but yeah. Do, do you mean to say people missed my candor? <laughs> uh, you didn't miss nothing, everyone. Basically, I, I fucked up and I'm bad at my job, and the show didn't happen almost. But it did. It did. <laughs> and again, Matt's recording backup, so even if this is like fucked up uh, for the stream now, it'll probably be fine when we re-upload it again later. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. Yes, we do yeah. have sound, everyone. It's it's fine. Audio was fixed. <laughs> It'll catch up in a minute. Click. Yeah. You can tell now in the stream how they're a little behind. Yeah, I've got that delay happening. <laughs> right, of course, there. Uh, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? I'm that old phone commercial. Can you hear me now? <laughs> so how have you been, Matt? How's your week been? Eh, not too bad. We we had to uh, we, we started the show a little bit late just because I had to do the whole stream key Twitch yes. thing because Twitch got all their stuff got hacked and leaked and everything sure did. and we saw Big, uh, how much all these channels that beg for money actually make <laughs> actually end up make to our shock and surprise uh you know the hard-working titty hot uh hot tub streamers of the world actually don't make near as much as everyone <laughs> thought and the people making fun and dogpiling on the titty streamers apparently actually do make all the money yeah, well it'd be surprised at how much of those people actually have stuff like um uh, like Patreons and OnlyFans and how much they make on those, actually. It's, I mean, it's going to be a little harder now if you are one of those top-tier streamers to be like, hey, man, we know exactly what you make now. Yeah, you can't beg for money anymore. Yeah, now we know how much you're making. And some of them, like the top guys, which, again, names I've never heard of because I don't watch fucking streamers, they're making, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars every month. Yeah, it's insane. It's quite insane. Which, again, I'm not saying they don't deserve it. Clearly, streaming is hard. I'm not cut out for it. I can barely make this show happen. <laughs> I couldn't imagine playing a whole video game and being entertaining and, you know, keeping up with the fans and everything right there. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I stream a little and then I need to, like, sleep till Ragnarok. Yep, yep. So, yeah, that was funny. But, yeah, uh, Twitch got hacked, everybody. So even if you're not a partnered streamer, uh, change your password, and they also changed your stream key. Yeah. So, you know, get on that. Uh, KT helping us out early on, making me choose between the Buffalo Bills and the comic multiverse. <laughs> well, not being a sports ball guy, I know who I would pick. <laughs> Is that sports ball? I don't know. It could be. Who knows? Maybe when he says the Buffalo Bills, it's just many of the Buffalo Bill killer from, uh, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Freaking Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a thing. <laughs> but yeah, my week pretty chill again, you know, just trying to, you know, cook stuff, get stuff in order. I made mm -hmm. a peach cobbler. You can see that on Twitter. Nice, nice. I started playing uh, Far Cry 6. Oh, nice. See, I keep waiting. There's so many games I have a list now of, like, I will play these when I get the next-gen console. It looks good. You enjoying it? it? It's pretty good. It, I, I, it tricked me for a minute there, because, like, uh, you start, start out, and you, you go to this little island, and you think, oh, yeah, like, you're looking at it on the map. Mm. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, it's not too big. Oh, they're finally learning. It's, you know, it's a manageable size. It's, you right, know, I'll be right. able to do all this sort of stuff. There's lots of stuff to do, though, and everything. And then you zoom out, and it's, like, a map the size, like, of two times GTA's map and it's just this <laughs> fucking massive massive map i'm like oh god 
classic Ubisoft design. You know, you know how I know I'm sick in the head as a video gamer and that I got the mind gremlins. I'm like, oh, new Far Cry, you know, whatever. I could take or leave it. Oh, you know, the bad guy from Breaking Bad is in it. That's pretty cool. Oh, there's a gear system now. Oh, there's a gear system. Oh, I got to get in on that gear system. But Joel, it's a first person shooter. No one's going to be able to see. It. Yeah, but I'll know. I'll know. <laughs> yeah, the gear system is pretty good. There's also like a gear system with the weapons with like upgrading weapons. And mm. I like the, the special weapons you get. You get, they're called Supre- cool. Supremos. Uh, you get a couple of them which are really cool you get a cool weapon that shoots railroad spikes which is a lot of fun and you can deck out like old like cuban cars with like that machine cool. guns and and like a uh, uh a front fender that like flips cars up when you hit them and everything and nice yeah i uh i like the idea that you know far cry has finally gotten like the build idea where it's like, look, you know, we're actually going to give you a lot of the standard abilities that we'd normally unlock from the jump, and you can actually, like, customize your play style for, like, uh, every situation, because enemies, like, have RPG weaknesses now, mm-hmm. like, some are weaker to some ammo types yep. than others. Yeah, yeah, you can equip your guns with, like, armor-piercing rounds or soft round targets, and and they, too, if you, if you like, you, you, like, scan them before you attack them, you can see, like, ah, oh, this guy's got armor piercing rounds he'll fuck you up if you don't have the right armor on or something nice yeah a lot of good tv this week uh what is it there i caught up on doom patrol just before (laughs) we started there they introduced the sisterhood of data not the brotherhood of data the sisterhood of data oh nice they're cool they're like uh they were like some of morrison's first like attempts at making like super villains for the doom patrol cool and they're very good in some cases greatly reimagined but also not so much awesome that's super cool. Uh, what else did I watch? Ooh, Stargirl had a whole, like, JSA episode this week. Stargirl's been fantastic. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I, I complained early on where it's like, oh, we're not, we're not seeing so many, you know, uh, locations this season. Did you know C, uh, CW cut the budget? Even if they did, I think they've really made lemonade out of lemons because it's a horror series now and everyone gets their own horror movie segment. Yeah, well, and as well as, like, staying in Blue Valley kind of makes sense since of all the stuff that happened at the end of last season. They got, like, lots yeah. of stuff to tie up and everything. And it's summer, so it's not like they can keep going back to school or anything. No, so. no. Yeah, I loved uh, loved the stuff with the JSA there. I think this is some of, like, Luke Wilson's best stuff he's ever done. He's so good in it, isn't he? He's shockingly good at it. Yeah, he. I, oh, I love him so much. Yeah, he really is. He, he gets the character. He's perfect for it. Yeah, he's so good. And I, I like um, uh, I like uh, Joel McHale as, as Starman. He's actually mm. not terrible. I don't particularly like Joel McHale in anything else, but he, <laughs> here he's pretty, pretty fantastic. John Wesley's ship came back as the Flash he did how cool was that yeah that's so cool could you imagine being that guy traveling back in time and being like hey you're gonna be on this flash show it's gonna be kind of shitty and not last that long but in the future people will ironically embrace it so much <laughs> that you will work very steadily into old yeah, age you'll come back as the flat you'll come back as first as harry henry allen then then your version of the flash you'll die in crisis of infinite earths and then we'll come back as earth 2 flash as jay garrick and stay around for a while (laughs) he must just be such a nice guy that they keep bringing him back and everyone wants to work with him oh it's so good it's pretty amazing what a what a dude yeah as the chat saying eclipso looks great yeah he's really amazing in the show it's the guy who played captain boomerang in arrow who plays him really no shit yeah he's double dipping again (laughs) 
wow, that guy's got layers on layers as a performer. Yeah, he's fantastic in this. I mean, now that Eclipso looks so good, they have no excuse to not make Green Goblin look awesome. I know. Now. They even made um, uh, the character Paintball really well in this season. It was like some Eldritch Abomination. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Uh, Mr. Dessinger, I'm like, oh, designer, because he literally has the fucking word designer in his name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of that in that show. Oh, Mr. McKnighter. I'm like, yeah. oh, Mid McKnighter. Yeah, I can tell these characters were made in the 40s. <laughs> Everyone has a pun in their name. Yeah. Everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that show's awesome. Uh, I haven't played as much New World, but I wanted to. Yeah, I, 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 I'm... Um... I'm sort of banking that until like the end of the week. Cause I found out that if you don't go on for like a couple of days, uh, you get rested XP. Oh really? So it's like, so whatever XP you get is like doubled or tripled. And it shows you down the bottom, oh, wow. like, like how far it'll go along on your XP bar. And I logged on was it yesterday or the day before and hadn't played, uh, since the, the start of last week. So like I had like a, almost a whole level mm. just waiting for me and just like That's do a couple of missions and I'm leveled up again. That is super awesome. And also, wait, is the evil Amazon Corporation actually trying to get people to take breaks on yeah, their MMO? That's and what I really that's what I really liked about it. It's like it, it's a break incentive sort of thing. You know what it is? I'm sure it's, you know, Jeff Bezos being like, but look, if they're playing the new world all the time, they can't buy things on they Amazon. They can't go work in my Amazon warehouses. <laughs> yeah, really. We gotta <laughs> we gotta reward time off, guys. Come on, we're not evil evil. <laughs> uh oh yeah i guess what if ended this week too yeah pretty good episode yeah pretty solid freaking ending they brought it all together in a big way and also i think made a hell of a character out of the watcher who sometimes is a pretty thin character a, a story device sometimes yeah he did the thing that he's really known for in the comics and that is intervening <laughs> i know right i'm the watcher it's my job to watch and not get involved except for the hundred times that i got involved <laughs> I wonder how much bigger they're going to build that up because he implied like, oh, you know, it didn't work well for my people when we got involved. So I'm like, okay, so is a watcher going to be the last of his people or are we going to see other watchers next season? I wonder. Well, I mean, since we've seen the MCU, we, we've technically seen other watchers that were in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yes, that's right. Uh, talking to Stan Lee there. Yeah, so maybe we might see, maybe we'll see like some sort of ramification of that. Like he gets cast out because he intervened or something. Mm. Or they all die after that or something. Yeah. Or they died after talking to Stanley. Yeah. Yeah. You see black widow. You don't understand all my <laughs> brothers and sisters talk to Stanley. Then they tripped in a pothole and died. <laughs> that, 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 that part with the black widow, I was sure we were going to be like, Oh, this is, this is like perfect. This, they're going to, they're going to send her into the MCU. And this is going to be like mm. how we have like a living black widow. But yeah. I like that. They sent her to that episode where like Hank Ping killed everyone. And yeah, they it was really funny as well because I was thinking as well, it's like, oh, that 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 lawsuit just tied up. Is that this why Man. it tied up? Is this why? Is, is she going into the MCU? Maybe. Uh, Axe AXX uh, saying, "Hey guys, love for Mexico. You're the best. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Much appreciated. We we love knowing we have a more uh, international fan base. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Also, now that I know I have fans in Mexico, maybe I will come down there sometime to get my teeth fixed. I know you guys uh, have be have very mu much better rates than we do when it comes to dental care. <laughs> my back teeth are jacked and I'm too afraid to go to the dentist because I know it's going to be a fucking house loan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, what if really solid? I love that so many people were confused about the Tony Stark Gamora stuff. Where it's like, wait, we haven't met her yet. You were supposed to. Yeah, we're gonna next 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 uh, season. I think the first episode next season. It was just because that episode wasn't done in time. Because oh, COVID. was it really not? No, because oh, of COVID and everything. It was, was like the fi- it was meant to be one of the episodes earlier on in the season. Oh, that's a shame, but I understand. Yeah. Also, was I wrong, or are we getting like a new season like next year? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're they're currently working on season two. Yeah, they've mentioned wow. that they're like they're doing stuff like in from phase four. Like there's gonna be like Shang Chi stuff and Eternal mm. stuff in it and all that. I mean, I guess too. You know, now that it's like a you know proven formula for these things, I guess they can just keep the scripts going and keep the animation going, so they have stuff regularly. Yeah, yeah. Also, probably like with most animations, like we'll give you a twenty six episode order because mm-hmm. that's usually how animation works. Yep, yep. Yeah, apparently the episodes were meant to be a little bit longer too, but COVID. Yeah, I know as with most streaming things, it's like, yeah, you know, it's not all, what is it, you know, the same length. We can do whatever we want because we don't got to worry about commercials. I mean, I'm fine. I'm not one of those people who's like, you see them all the time getting mad because like an episode of Division wasn't two hours long mm. or something. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. They, they had just enough time to tell the story they needed to. So yeah, you know, need, no need to push it. Yeah, I think good art and good storytelling isn't constrained by time. You can tell a great story in 12 minutes. You can tell a bad story in 22 minutes. Mm-hmm, absolutely. <laughs> I think it's all about the story you're telling. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it was super cool. I really liked the ending. I liked how it tied up basically all of the character arcs for all these different things. We saw what became of Captain Carter. We saw what became of evil Doctor Strange and his mm-hmm. quest to basically kind of redeem himself. Yep freaking uh killmonger continuing to be a multiversal asshole where it's like guys you should really be watching him he's not a hero like you guys <laughs> they also have like an in now with like bringing a version of ultron back that's like it's true uh more dangerous than like any other ultron yeah exactly they got those in their back pockets too i i gotta wonder too where it's like hey so y'all really like killmonger right he still tests really well well we still don't know what we're doing with black panther yet what if we brought killmonger back yeah well and they might have to after letitia wright's uh, uh comments <laughs> you, you mean the second time she did yeah, it you mean yeah. strike two <laughs> As we have seen with Disney, you get a certain amount of strikes depending on, you know, where <laughs> what your pecking order is in the company. <laughs> so we'll see about that. But we know Killmonger, you know, the, the actor in real life is, is is a good guy who's done nothing wrong yet. No, no. <laughs> he, he just loves his anime yep. and his big cheat meals. So basically, <laughs> he's just like us. Yeah. <laughs> Someone saying you think the maestro will show up next season? Oh, they'd be dumb to not do the maestro. Yeah, at some I, point. I'm sure we'll probably get some sort of like old man future Logan and future and perfect sort of stuff. Ooh, be black with an excellent question. What was your favorite episode of What If? Oh man. Oh, there were so Ooh. many good ones. Yeah, the, the, there were so many good ones, and there were so many that like also came back to like just hank pym being a terrible person <laughs> but also the whole ant-man family don't fuck with yeah. them because they could literally kick everyone's ass if they wanted uh I, I i mean i guess if you twisted my arm i would say the evil doctor strange episode mm-hmm. if only because i love the time loop conceit yep and i also think that episode is more in line with doctor strange stories from the comics than the movie was because yeah. it's all it's all about him researching and you know doing rituals and like you know looking for lost lore and you know his ego getting in the way i'm like no nah, see that's 
that's what a Doctor Strange comic story is, where the movie was more like, eh, it's got to be an action movie at a point. Yeah, yeah, I, I really like that one. I, I did like the um, the Who's Killing the Avengers murder mystery one. Mm, I thought that was pretty cool. That was cool. smart. Yeah, that was that, pretty good. That was a smart... Obviously, Black Panther, Star-Lord. Mm-hmm. Like, like, that could have been a whole goddamn series unto itself. And in fact, I think they said they had toyed with that idea at one yeah, point. Yeah, well, it ended, like, his specific episode ended with him going back to Wakanda. And then we yeah. see sort of see, like, the uh, like the forwarding of that story in the last episode where Ego came to Earth to take Peter. Loved and, that. And all that sort of, and he's fighting there with the Wakandans and the, and the uh, Ravagers and everything. And then when they send him back, they imply that T'Challa Star-Lord actually, like, adopted Peter Quill and yeah. took him out into space with him. Yeah, yeah. Like, th- that would have been so cool. I'm like, fuck me. This universe has, like, endless, you know, goddamn potential. I My thing about Peter is I'm like, okay, so, you know, he stayed on Earth. He didn't go into space. Does that mean he was actually forced to get over the problems with the death of his mother or he just, you know, went in a completely different direction with avoiding it? Exactly, yeah. Is, like, Star-Lord more of an adult or more of, like, a lovable goofball in that universe, I wonder? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like a continuation of the the Peggy Carter stuff just to see, like, how her mm-hmm. world's Avengers, like, how different they were compared to, like, the normal MCU. Because, obviously, we saw in that final episode, we saw, like, parts of, like, Winter Soldier where they're assaulting yeah, the yeah. Lemurian star and everything. Yeah, what does that look like in her universe? Yeah, good question. Yeah, is Hydra like uh, is like is uh crossbones and all that still like Hydra and all that sort of stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be interesting. But yeah, there there was a lot of really good ones this season. Uh, yeah. Michael Reese, hey guys, I was wondering which episode of Star Wars Visions was your favorite? I love the Ninth Jedi person. Okay, so I only watched the first four. <laughs> <laughs> But I enjoyed the first one. Of the first four, I would say the band one was my favorite. I thought you might like that one, yeah. <laughs> I love Chibi Star Wars. I love this idea where it's like, yeah, we're not concerned about, like, you know, the dark side and the light side and who wins. We just want to put on the greatest concert I, in the universe. The, the idea of, like, a Padawan just, like, abandoning the Jedi Order just to become, mm-hmm. like, a rock star uh, out amazing. in, like, the outer rim was really cool. That's That's really cool. And that his bandmate is related to the Huts, but he doesn't want to be a Hut. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm also just like a sucker for like early 2000s pop punk as well. That just very much, you know, just tickles tickles it's, my brain. It was stem. pretty good, pretty good. As um, Michael said, the Ninth Jedi one was really good and one that I really hope they do more of a series on. Mm. Uh, yeah. What else? What was the other one? I like the Duel, which was the first one. Uh, very Akira Kurosawa yeah yeah again that's got a novel coming out next uh this month I oh, think really? next week I think which I'm, oh, I'm eager shit. to read about uh what was the other one I really like I like the village bride one just because of mm. like the the um uh the lore of like the planet they were on uh and like all this stuff about life and death and everything that was yeah. pretty cool it felt very Star Trekky, didn't it we go to bit, a planet yeah. we learn about its people and everything yeah yeah, there was a lot of good ones there. Yeah, I hope that keeps going. I like that experiment. Yeah, I, I'm intrigued to see, like, obviously it's probably going to get, like, a second season. Um, but I'd be intrigued to see which ones get follow-ups. Because some of them mm. were, like, kind of, like, open and closed stories. Well, others, like, the final one, Ninth Jedi, The Duel, uh, all these ones had, like... Even the en- twins. Yeah, had, like, endings that, like, you could do more to with. To be continued. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, most deaf. All right, I guess that's uh, all the old news. 
uh, everyone. I guess we can hop into the new stuff. And uh, so uh, obviously this is going to be kind of a lighter news show this week because uh, next week is Fandome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's on Saturday. We do our show uh, Sunday. But uh, Matt and I thought it might be fun. We're going to do our own kind of uh, predictions about what it's going to be. And we're going to talk about some of the stuff that they've already released because they put out little tidbits. Yeah. But uh, first things first, uh, we got some news coming from the world of X-Men. It was announced this week Steve Orlando is actually going to be taking the reins on Marauders. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. He's doing stuff over at Marvel now because he's got the Darkhold event. Yep. And I, I don't think he has any other books besides that and this one now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, this I think this was bound to happen eventually because obviously uh, Marauders was Jerry Duggan's baby, mm-hmm. and he's writing the main X Men book now. And I, and I'm sure everyone else was thinking, well, is he going to just keep writing both? Is that a workload he can handle, or is he going to trade it off? And indeed, he traded it off. Yeah, and to a pretty good writer. Absolutely, and uh, a new writer also means the team is getting shifted around as well too uh dawkin is coming from x factor so he's gonna be on the team now yep steve orlando of course an out queer man himself and dawkin one of the most prominent queer mutants so it makes sense yep uh psylocke is gonna be on the team too which makes a lot of sense if you're reading hellions because that team is falling apart Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she has to go somewhere she's also the brand new war captain so it's cool to see her uh continue her story psylocke has had one of the weirdest stories in this hickman x-men era because it's like from fallen angels to x of swords to hellions to this yeah it's it's very strange (laughs) she's jumped around more than i think any mutant yeah (laughs) i wonder if this will be the one that sticks i guess we'll save (laughs) and also uh orlando's original mutant too that he invented for voices of pride yeah which I did not read the Marvel Pride book. I read the DC Pride book and really enjoyed it. The Marvel one I didn't think was as good. No? No, I didn't think it was as good. Because it it was like shorter is what it was. It was all like little shorts. They weren't like fuller stories where the DC one told full stories. Yeah, yeah. I I did uh, flick through the DC one and yeah, it was proper stories. And one stories that I think we're getting to see more of later on as well also that the marvel one was kind of like hey and here's our history of lgbt characters that we're gonna tell you i'm like mm, the dc book didn't have to stop and tell me about it they just you know gave me stories with the characters yeah yeah the the, the dc one already assumed i knew who they were and i <laughs> did know who they were because they had appeared before this <laughs> yeah they were they were a little bit more uh it, it's weird that dc was a little bit more uh brave in that regard where it's like no we already know you know who these characters are mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then again, maybe that's Marvel in a nutshell being like, no, we maybe want to sell this to people who have never picked up a comic before. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, this looks good. I'm interested. Uh, You know, loved Orlando's work. Cool to see him coming over to X-Men. And I wonder if this is, like, interesting or, you know, anything we can tell about the future of the X-Men books. Mm -hmm. uh, Where, obviously, because Hickman is, you know, done after Inferno duggan's on that are we gonna see the line refresh you know are we gonna see new writers and new lineups Mm. oh i I think i think we're definitely going to get some new writers in some of these books just uh to uh tell new stories but i don't think we're going to get like like i think we're going to continue with like it's not going to get rid of all the krakoa stuff like we're not going to go back to like normal like what mutants were before krakoa we're going to continue the krakoa stuff but i think it's probably going to be maybe a bit more accessible stories because the hickman stuff is pretty heady 
and it's dense it's very dense i imagine they might go back to a bit more yeah open easier to digest stories yeah i wonder uh like a guy like benjamin percy who's writing x-force and writing wolverine i wonder where he's going to be at at the end of x lives of wolverine if he's yeah. going to give up one or the other or if they're going to move him out for someone else or if he's happy writing both because mm -hmm. no one else is writing both at the moment no. no one else is writing more than one book no yeah uh i guess moving on from there to some indie news uh obviously new york comic-con is going on this week i know a lot of people who went judging by their pictures they had a lot of fun yeah which, I, I didn't uh, even know, know it was happening until like a couple of hours ago i'm like oh yeah it's kind of like <laughs> san diego comic-con where it just little kind of happened and everyone just kind of assumed it didn't <laughs> yeah it, it happened in spite of everything everyone was safe everyone i saw was masked up and vaxxed up and everything and you know hey they enjoyed to have a nice time obviously of course my other co-host sal from comic pop went and had a blast with all of his people. Uh, ironically, Thorgy, who you will know as Professor Thorgy from uh, the Capes and Crooks videos that we do, uh, he lives in New York and he didn't go. <laughs> He's like, nah, I had a great time staying home, playing video games and not fighting the crowds. And I'm like, you know what, man, I hear you. Because as much fun as it looked like they were all having at the show, I'm like, mm, that's a lot of people all in one place. <laughs> I have not been around a lot of people in two years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it just takes one sick person, man, I tell you. But uh, one of the big news stories to come from this is that Saga is returning. The big uh, K. Vaughn series that has been slumbering for a bit is coming back, and everyone's super, super hyped. Everyone's super hyped, but I don't really care just because I haven't read Saga. <laughs> I mean, it's the biggest image indie book. I read the first couple issues, and I'm like, ooh, that's fun. And then I never went back to it. But I know that people who really love indie comics are losing their minds because they didn't know how long this hiatus would be. Yeah, well, good for them that it's coming back. Absolutely. Uh, also, Michael Reese helping us out once more. I really hope they announce a book with Storm as Region of Mars. That tease with her in the Swords book was great. I'd love an ongoing. Uh, yeah, actually, I'm shocked we don't have a book that's set solely on Erico yet. I, 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 it has to be coming, probably after Inferno storm queen of mars coming soon oh that'd be good because she basically is yeah. uh yeah again I, I gotta hop back on saga too uh, i definitely liked what i read but yeah if you're an indie fan i know this absolutely made your week and also too a piece of news that broke from new york comic-con i don't know if you've noticed this but with every major comic company having their own streams and own events uh cons aren't really the big places for news that they used no. to be no they're not yeah which is so lame because that used to be one of my favorite parts. Just like, ooh, who's going to drop news at Emerald City? Who's going to drop news at New York Comic Con? The answer, the answer is quickly becoming nobody because everyone has their own things. Everyone has their fandoms and D23s and everything else now. Yeah, I mean, I guess that it, it, it's good because then they, they can kind of control how it's mm. dropped and you don't have That's like, what they want. you know, leakers, ble bleeding cool articles a week before, you know selling the narrative and like you yep. know doom and gloom oh no this is happening in the comic book now when it mm -hmm. something's really not you know yeah that, that's definitely what they want they want more control mm -hmm. over what they release and everything they don't want people with their shitty cell phone videos and trading in like you know uh in factual third accounts yeah yeah <laughs> But yeah, so there's some con news for you everyone and some indie book news for you i'm sure people are going to enjoy yeah and maybe by the time Saga's finally done, I will read it. <laughs> it's funny. It's a series that I know basically from memes. I know the little cat that goes lying. 
<laughs> the cat who knows when you lie. That, that's the only thing I know from it as well. The cat that know. I don't even think I got to the cat that knows when you lie in the book. Actually, <laughs> I I got to the prince guy with a TV for a head. That's what I got to. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, this guy seems interesting. Oh, and he can't get it on with his TV headed wife. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yep, that's what I remember from reading Saga. <laughs> Uh, now, after that, we got some Marvel news here. Uh, December, we will be seeing the big Devil's Reign event, which seems to be the capstone until further notice of Chip Zdarsky's uh, long time on Daredevil. Mm -hmm. And it looks like he's going out with a bang with a huge Daredevil event. And I mean, Daredevil's a character who doesn't really get events. He got one in Shadowland and it was so bad, I think they never wanted to do it again. <laughs> they got scared, yeah. <laughs> They got really scared. The idea here seems to be is that the Kingpin is finally, you know, fed up with Daredevil's shit and the shit of all the superheroes in New York. And he's decided to use, you know, the full power of his office to bring them all down. Yeah. And uh, along with this story, uh, we're also getting tie-ins and spin-off books. And some of these actually sound pretty cool. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so one of the first ones we have is Spider-Woman. So they're actually just bringing Spider-Woman, Jessica Drew, back in a brand new series that will be tying into this as mm -hmm. it begins. Which which I feel like they've done that several times with Spider-Woman. They bring her back and then make the early issues tie-ins. Like, I think they did that to Spider-Verse back in the day. Like, her issues two and three were tie-ins. Yeah, yeah. Which, oh boy, it better be a good event. Because if you, like, put your new series and attach it to an event and it's bad... <laughs> That basically signs death for your series. I know there's a lot of Spider-Woman fans out there who will be super happy about this, so there you go. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to Devil's Reign. It, it sounds like a cool event. Same. I mean, everything Chip Zdarsky has done so far with Daredevil has been awesome, so I don't yeah. see how this wouldn't also be awesome. Yeah, and if this is like the end of his book, then yeah, I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Wants to go out on a high note. Uh, the next book we have is Villains for Hire, mm -hmm. which, yes, not Heroes for Hire. We're dusting off the old Villains for Hire. It's going to be Lady Electro, Rhino, Craven, and a few other people who are part of a team that Fisk puts together to fight the heroes. But as we can see from the solicitations, they end up saving people. Awesome. Which I'm like, ooh, isn't that interesting? Maybe he puts them together to be an evil team, but they figure they don't want to be an evil team at a point. Sounds like the team that, that was made uh, during uh, War of the Realms. Yes. Which was a led by those... the Punisher. Yeah, a couple of those characters were still on that team too, weren't they? I think so, yeah. Because, yeah, didn't... Uh, yeah, because Fisk made his own Thunderbolts too during... Uh, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Yeah, during the Symbiote event. It wasn't War of Realms, it was... Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that, that yeah, you're right. Uh, infinite uh, Nullness. King, 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 infinite. <laughs> infinite King in Black. King in Black. <laughs> and Craven's going to be on that team too, and I get the feeling we're going to be seeing a lot of Craven with the talk of his movie coming out. Absolutely. All all Craven all the time, nonstop Craven. <laughs> I got a Craven for the Hunter. <laughs> And uh, the most uh, X-Men is going to be getting a tie into Devil's Reign 2, which makes sense because Cyclops and his mm -hmm. team of X-Men are in New York again. Yep. Which also, the fucking balls on Fisk, I'm going to pick a fight with the goddamn X-Men. <laughs> well, uh, well to this. be fair, he's the mayor of, of New York and they're coming into his town like, yeah. I imagine it will have to have something to do because I think it was in 
Duggan's first book, they were talking talking about how like the X Men like bought up like a bunch of like yeah. real estate. So I imagine it has something to do with that. He's gonna mire them in paperwork. He's yeah. what he's gonna do. He's gonna he's gonna have a bunch of construction happening outside the treehouse hours a day. <laughs> is what he's gonna do. That'll that'll learn them. He's just gonna put a bunch of yellow tape around so they can't leave. <laughs> Ah, our most deadly enemy yet, goddamn New York State real estate laws. <laughs> uh, now, the last book here is by far the most interesting, and that is The Superior Four. Mm-hmm. And The Superior Four is actually a Dr. Octopus book. Yeah. It's going to see Dr. Octopus, I'm assuming the one we saw at the end of Sinister War, who is a clone, maybe or something whatever they're all whatever it is it's not gonna fucking matter (laughs) yeah whatever the whatever the fuck he was by the end of that story teaming up with different versions of dr octopus from throughout the multiverse yeah that sounds cool i'm now i'm sure he he did something like this as spider-man or something happened with like it was a it was like a spider-verse book i think i'm just trying to remember what it was it was like a bunch of different spider-man but they they all were questionably good because I think it had like yeah. Spiders Man on it. It had like a, a Norman Osborn Spider Man and right, and right. I can't remember what the fuck that book was called. It was a while ago. Yeah, it's been a bit. But also, hey, what? Why do we think Marvel would be interested in telling a story about Doctor Octopus in the multiverse right now? <laughs> I, wonder I wonder why. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, it's not like there's any big, you know, multimedia projects happening that involve multiversal Doctor Octopuses. <laughs> One of these guys is just going to be Molina, isn't he? One guy's just going to look like Alfred Molina. I, I hope. Bet you. So. I hope so. And then that guy's going to stick around and be like, "I'm the one true Doctor Ock now." Me, Alfred Molina Ock. Yeah, and then once the movie's out on DVD, he'll go away. Yeah, I'm gone now. Bye bye. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's basically what Ultimate Doc Ock was, but he was also like younger in the Ultimate Universe, so it's not really him. We still have that coming up some at some point something to do with you know venom and maker and the ultimate universe all that sort Mm -hmm. of stuff happening i have no idea when the hell that's gonna get told yeah don't yeah kate's keeping that in his back pocket for whenever he's ready yeah (laughs) but yeah these sound like interesting tie-ins and i like there's not a lot of them and they all feel pretty organic i like as i like as well that the event itself is what six issues yes very short yeah and it's like yeah it, it should be done pretty quickly and it's it's kind of like uh, the dark hold event where that is just got like an alpha and an omega and like the actual event is the tie-ins yeah say what you want about marvel recently but they've been good at keeping their events nice and short yeah gone are the days of 12 issue long event arcs where it's like oh god is it done yet i know oh, or like okay this one ran out of steam a while ago <laughs> yeah let's do one that's 52 issues Yeah. Uh... I mean, hey, I, I mean, I guess X of Swords was really long, but it's like, hey, it's X-Men, you know, they get the to Age be, of Apocalypse re- exemption. To be fair, yeah, as well as that, that ran through, like, all of the X-Men books, and there was a lot you of them at the time. You got three a week. Yeah, you got, yeah, it was over pretty quickly. Yeah, you ended up getting three a week, so you're absolutely right. Uh, I guess with that all done, everyone, we can hop on over to Fandom Predictions. As we said, it happens next week. There's some stuff that they've already kind of revealed about it. We actually got to see a Young Justice Season 4 poster this yes. week, which a lot of people were loving. Yes. My favorite thing about it is that Rocket gets yeah. to be on the poster now. <laughs> because the lawsuits have been solved. <laughs> 
geez, it's almost as if they've settled litigation with the McDuffie estate. <laughs> now her and Static can exist again. <laughs> I I say that even though like Static and Hardware were in season three of Young Justice, it's just like don't don't talk to them for too yeah. long. You can talk to them for three seconds. They just appear in the background, like just just out of like focus. Uh, but just so much inter- that you can tell who they are. Uh, an interesting thing about the poster too is that it was all the original members of the team, not like any of the newer characters. And I feel that this is Vietti and Wiseman being like, okay, maybe we went a little too nuts in the Outsider season, introducing everyone in the DC universe because <laughs> we thought we might not get another season. Yeah, the one thing that like I I had completely forgotten about it was that um Miss Martian obviously is going as like the white martian version of herself yeah so i'm like i, I like there was like a moment i was like what the fuck what the, have they done to white martian and they're like, oh, oh yeah she's yeah white martian she's not pretending That's... to be the green one it looks weird it looks weird it, it looks like they colored it wrong yeah it's like, oh yeah. no wait no they colored it right actually yeah yeah uh peacemaker is getting a show mm-hmm. obviously and we're seeing some more uh clips for that yeah looks good john cena being john cena I, I i like peacemaker enough to watch a show about him exactly yeah also this is the first thing that's like directly spun off from like a good dc movie so that helps it does indeed i'm intrigued to see like what characters uh james gunn will have in that show because we've got vigilante we saw vigilante yes. uh and obviously there's some people from the suicide squad film being in there that team that waller had has been is uh, like his handlers now mm-hmm. i'm intrigued to see yeah. who the villains are of that because i don't think they've Likewise. said anything about the villains no it's true and it's not like peacemaker has any like excellent villains no he has eagly the eagle oh yeah i know his dad's gonna be in it there, there's all this oh, stuff with like his dad he's played by robert patrick oh that's cool is he gonna be a nazi like he is in the comics i don't know i know like that they described this i think someone described like a scene they saw at like some event or something where yeah he he hates what his son is and everything he calls his son weak and everything also is his father going to be alive or is he going to be a ghost that he sees because that was like an <laughs> era in peacemaker where he yeah. saw his father as a ghost talking shit about oh, yeah, him yeah, could be could be could be uh what are some other things oh we're probably gonna get another trailer for the batman because oh we are they've like confirmed we are <laughs> what uh what do we think about that because we all like the little teaser and then nothing <laughs> yeah uh well the the movie got pushed back because of covid yeah uh yeah. yeah batman literally caught covid yeah well i imagine will this will be like a uh a, a, the trail because this will be trailer one so i imagine it'll be the trailer that sort of describes what the plot is with uh riddler and you know all that sort of stuff we'll probably get a real release date i imagine yeah we did we have one don't we don't we i mean I'm i know the trailer it's like it's i know when we got the teaser it's like it comes out question mark and then they kept pushing it back yeah yeah that's true i guess we'll see i imagine they'll nail that down more proper uh video game stuff we actually saw what looked to be some clips from that suicide squad video game yeah i'm looking forward to seeing what that's gonna look like yeah because we don't even know what kind of game it is they just say it's a suicide squad video game like well there's lots of different genres for video games what is it is I've, it a fucking Fortnite? i don't know i have a feeling it's going to be like that um uh that upcoming guardians of the galaxy game mm, where you like control right. one person or or it'll be that or it'll be uh a four-player game where yeah, each I person so. takes like one one member i sure hope so yeah 
I would certainly like that. Also, Samoa Joe is in that game and voices King Shark. Yeah, nice. Which I find very interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I really want to see like what the rest of the Justice League and everything are like in that game. Yeah, the whole yeah. point of the game is to kill the Justice League. So says that in the title. I mean, we'll probably get some more Shazam and Black Adam because I know they teased them as well. Yeah, I imagine we'll get like a Black Adam teaser and probably some good. something from from Shazam. So although no, knowing uh, David Sandberg, it'll be some big troll, and I hope it is. Uh, I yeah. hope it is. <laughs> Likewise, those are always fun. Uh, what else is there are you looking forward to, Matt? What else do we think that we are probably going to end up seeing at this? Uh, I've. Well, I think we're going to get something from the Flash film. I don't think we're getting a trailer or anything, but I imagine we'll get, I don't know, some behind-the-scenes thing. Maybe a first look at, like, Michael Keaton's Batman and uh, the one the woman who's playing Supergirl. That, yeah, that would be the perfect thing for The Flash. Look, don't think about Ezra yeah. the Choker Miller instead. Think That's about what they did when they announced Michael the Keaton. film. They're like, oh, yeah, we've got a Flash film, but wait, it's got to have Ben Affleck as Batman and Michael Keaton. They had that, all that artwork that was just all Batman. Yeah. I see on the poster we have here they have that crypto the super dog movie mm -hmm. too which I, I i think is actually going to be a big success i think that one's going to be a huge crossover hit actually I imagine we'll see something like that the, the, the rock is voicing crypto i mean what else do you want talk about a guy who double dipped yeah that's that's great I, i'm looking forward to that the rock plays a talking dog and it's a superhero movie that you can bring your kids to <laughs> again saying it right now that movie's going to make like two billion dollars yeah. the plot sounds really fucking cool yeah, I'm I'm very much on board with that one. Uh, hey, what about that Batman game too? Which one? <laughs> the 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 one where you could play all the different Bat family members, but oh, not Batman uh, himself. Gotham Knights. Yeah, or Arkham by Night, or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, I imagine we'll see some. Didn't I think that just got pushed back recently? Right, because again, we saw the trailer at the first Fandom, and then nothing. Yeah. <laughs> as nr reminds me what about their nfts yeah that's oh, right yeah. dc's getting into the nft business uh, yeah fucking hell <laughs> very confusing nfts too hey here's superhero art on floppy disks because you know no one under the age of like what fucking 20 gets yeah, that doesn't particularly make much sense <laughs> as a, i i made a joke i was very proud of being like wow copying hero's digital image into art that is frequently stolen and that actively pollutes the planet who came up with this fucking lex luther <laughs> yeah i took screenshots of it so now i own all those nfts no matter who buys own. them yeah no one can stop matt he did it he beat the system <laughs> Someone was quick to tell me apparently the company DC is working with here says that they try and cut down NFT admissions by like 99%. Mm -hmm, and I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, sure. I still think these are stupid yeah, as fuck. They're just so like I think fucking stupid. Just because just you're, like you're I... doing the best you can to cut down, you know, make it like good for the environment doesn't mean it's you know not fucking stupid <laughs> it's it's all the worst stuff about cryptocurrency which is already dumb and shady and everything joined together with all the worst stuff about like the art world which is also controlled by like five weirdos and nothing is actually really worth anything it's worth whatever the five weirdos <laughs> who puppeteer the industry say it's worth and everyone wants to make a quick buck so everyone wants to hop into it yep yep so you know it's just a lose-lose thing yeah as a as someone on my twitter feed said you know man i i miss the days of beanie babies at least when you bought them you got a toy afterwards that's true that's true yeah 
the chat saying too i think we'll see anything more about uh what is it webtoons on here because apparently that webtoons deal did really fucking good for dc yeah i i have to imagine we'll see maybe some like new uh mm, announcements announcements of like series because they've only got the batman series at the right. moment which, which has been really good yeah from what i understand and shit they're they're doing like a live action short film mm -hmm. yeah well i have you do you see the pictures of it it looks great yes i have it looks shockingly good goddamn lisa foils is gonna be barbara gordon and yeah. that is amazing casting yeah <laughs> michael reese helping us out again was that image of jason momo in oh, the yeah. aquaman suit real unfortunately yes yeah that was a terrible like first image that, that was awful it made him sure look was. Like, like a fucking like the michelin man <laughs> <laughs> yeah for real i mean also it's based on a costume that also looked bad yeah like, it's based on a costume that i don't think he never actually wore this is a fucking tempest costume uh again freaking you knocked it out of the park with the orange guys yeah i i know it's all about toy don't bro if it's not broke don't fix it you know i know it's all about toyetics and you need new costumes so you can sell new action figures and everything but at the same time it was already perfect likewise with the shazam costumes i don't care for the new shazam costumes. really i like it i think it's too much armor i think it's too self-serious i think it's everything the first one wasn't obviously i will give sandberg and the team the chance there's, they pro did there's so probably knowing sandberg that that's probably going to be hinted at in the film like like why is your why are you wearing armor you're like superman like there'll yeah, probably be some sort of meta commentary on it <laughs> I would like that a lot because it's like, oh, I, I like it because it doesn't look like a child's costume. It is a child's costume. Billy Batson is a child. <laughs> That's what he thinks is cool. That's, that's literally the point. <laughs> how, how did you not see that? <laughs> maybe, they can, maybe they can like do it away. It's like, no, I'm a teenager now. I'm angsty. Uh, it's like, so now I need armor with piping and everything. That would be cool. Like if they work that into the plot, I, I will like fucking applaud. I will. <laughs> Like, you can lampshade it, you can have your uh, cake and eat it, too. Yeah. Uh, what else are we going to be seeing? Oh, I imagine we'll prob probably won't see anything, but we'll probably get some sort of, like, cast confirmation or something on Superman and Lois Season 2, because that's filming oh, at the moment. Yes. yes, it is. So I imagine we'll get something from that. I know I know they just recently cast someone as, like, a sheriff of, of mm. Smallville who's trying to, like, control yes, Superman right. or something. Yeah, that's interesting because we have the fire chief in the last one giving him trouble yeah. now the chief of police is yeah. giving him trouble next next the season three will be like the uh the guy in charge of like the emts and the ambulances <laughs> and everything then after that it'll be the garbage man and the ice cream man in that order yeah. giving superman a hard time <laughs> you know the real heroes <laughs> the pizza guy the first responders <laughs> Yeah, really, always there. As Tevye says, uh, what about you know? Will there be a comic book site? Uh, maybe. We'll yeah. see. I, I I have no idea. That's gonna be my last thing because they haven't announced that there's gonna be a comic side of DC fandom. I assume there is, but I also know that clearly they don't care about comics as much because literally the first time they did it, they put it off to the side. They, they well, they know that they know that that's not what people are there for. People are there oh, for to see the fucking new Batman trailer. It's what it's also you know it doesn't make them as much money no. as it used to. No, the the future of superheroes is multimedia projects. <laughs> it's TV and streaming and video games and everything else. And also, if if you're good, I guess you could have a little comic news. Yeah, I I, I have to imagine 
the, the the problem is it's like when when we, when the last one was i think that was when infinite frontier and all that was announced also that yes uh, where we've just we've just kind of finished that and we're, yep. we're going into the second chapter of that like i think the second chapter of that starts next week with that justice incarnate book oh so, that's soon so so i don't think there is anything like that we're not coming to the end of an era for dc where they can reboot that's true again there's nothing that big to talk about yeah gc just got done a big reboot and by and large things are going pretty good yeah we've got like you know we're just starting off that uh that superman war world arc we're we're coming to the i guess like the the biggest thing would be like obviously joshua williamson taking over batman yeah that is probably the biggest change and we already knew know about that yeah uh, Jose asking a very good question. Are you going to be doing a show immediately after like last year? We were lucky last year because it ended on a Sunday. We don't know if it's one or two days because uh, fandom is put together by volunteers who don't do a great I job feel getting like the it's message one out day. there sometimes. I feel like it's one day and it's just like all like the, this stuff. Okay. We're, we're going to keep our day and time as we always do Sunday at 10. But keep in mind when we do, it will be probably a super extra sized episode. Yeah where we'll be able to cover all of this and uh oh yeah hopefully a sneak peek for a harley quinn season three yeah i would like that too frank yeah because that's another thing they have going for them. hey maybe that superman animated show too that there are yeah the works and, and the, that batman, the batman one, one yeah i forgot they had two of those in the works do you think we'll get anything from like like uh the movies that announced like the tenahasi coat superman or the jj abrams mm. superman stuff we can hope but i think that sounds very far away yeah yeah I would like that a lot, but I'm not going to hold my breath either. Do you think think this would be the event where they announce the Snyder Cut? Oh, (laughs) I mean, we can only hope, right? (laughs) They'll bring Snyder back and he'll be in charge of everything in DC, including the comics. It's the DC Universe Snyder Cut edition. (laughs) That's another thing, too, where I feel that maybe fandom doesn't have as much of the heat as it did before, that I feel like a lot of the original fandom was kind of the snyder cult pushing that oh if, because... if you followed the the live chat when this was happening it was just full of people spamming it it was of just course, like bots it's... and everything just spamming the same thing and it's like okay you gave them what they want so what do they want now yeah which again makes them kind well, they of want the air like... cut now because that's apparently oh, cinema which honestly i would probably much rather see the air cut uh, the from what i've that. seen on the script no you no you don't not good <laughs> no 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 i i mean i we did see the extended cut of suicide squad and that honestly made the movie a little worse the scenes they put back <laughs> in where it's like fuck i see why you cut these scenes these you know muddy the waters completely <laughs> yeah all right then so that's basically all the news everyone again shorter this week but that's only because we're gonna have a massive deluge next week yeah i'm, I'm really looking forward to fandom again same you know it's good you know it's uh, we, we're big fans of events here and you know it brings us all together as a comic book community we you know celebrate the good stuff we laugh at the bad stuff it's a good time had by all yeah and uh, i guess with that we can hop over into what we read this week didn't read a lot this week but uh what i did read i did enjoy i think i had like two dc books two three dc books didn't have all that many. same same i also only had two dc books this week yeah yeah, it was a very short one. Uh, and the first DC book I had this week uh, was Batman Fear State. Yeah, it, this this continues to happen? Question mark? Yes. 
th- things just kind of continue to happen around batman and he's there sometimes yeah he's he's kind of there kind of getting involved but kind of not this this whole issue is just about peacekeeper one fighting peacekeeper x and i'm like cool none of you are the scarecrow yeah like we get it they're like infected by the peacekeeper one is infected with the scarecrow stuff or maybe mind control yeah because that seems to be the thing now because miracle molly thinks that she's cracked the case and that uh scarecrow might either have used or is planning to use master wise's machine to do something to the minds of the people of gotham which doesn't make any sense because he was already using mad hatter tech to like they made it a point to say that to he say. wants mad hatter's technology to use the as for the mind control and batman he was even under that influence for a time well we either changed it or freaking master wise and mad hatter shop at the same place they forgot <laughs> they forgot that uh unsanity collective had this like machine they the, this checkoff's yeah. gun that they'd set up with batman maybe going through this machine and oh yeah there's that we'll, we'll use that to fold them back into the story because now they're just sitting in like a garden doing uh, nothing the- denial saying what is even fear state uh they've explained it no less than four times yeah. they've stopped read the, the issue read the first three issues you'll get like uh you'll you'll definitely understand what it is after those three issues <laughs> yeah because they literally stop and explain it to your face several times oh you know the fear state it's jonathan crane's master plan to push human evolution by you know scaring the shit out of them so they come out <laughs> the other end stronger but it doesn't work on batman because he's been through his own fear state yeah apparently <laughs> So yeah, they fight. Uh, I love a lot of people joked where it's like, wait, wait. So Simon Saint had a self-destruct on Peacekeeper X, but not on the original Peacekeeper. That, 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 that again brings up more questions. Like, why didn't he use Ricardo to begin with? Like, like it would have been like a really smart plan to like, like, okay, so you wanted like a hero of Gotham or something, and yeah. it makes make sense and everything. It's like, oh, okay, so why not get someone like Ricardo who? Uh, the guy knows because he works for him and is kind of implied to be his lover uh, oh, yeah. and someone 100%. he like trusts I- implicitly and has like the military background why not like somehow like build him up like a fake news sort of like he he, he was like the the best you know gcpd cop ever and ever. you know it it is where it falls apart you're absolutely right because it's like no we need sean mahoney because we need a hero cop who got hurt during a day which we also started so we can build him up and you know uh you know c- create this narrative that he's this you know blue collar hero yeah but he's not though because he was going to get fired from arkham and his dad was a dirty cop and you're lying about all that if you were lying about that for sean mahoney you could easily lie for ricardo yeah or you could you somehow like do it whereas like sean mahoney did die in a day and ricardo was like taking his place and identity or something yeah are we sure fear state isn't just uh the writer's frustration with dc uh sure reads like it it all reads like they 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 were getting into this event and then Substack came and like waved the the the, the money bundle under his nose and it's like oh well, I'll just finish off this script in a weekend and yeah there we go. Uh, again, thank you, uh, chat there for the happy Canadian Thanksgiving and I hope yours improves. That sounds shitty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, I really think Fear State. Like we often joke about this whenever a writer goes on to another company or another project. It's like oh you know sometimes you can pin point exactly when they stopped caring and uh you can pinpoint exactly when tynan stopped caring yeah it's the same with um uh nick spencer as well you can say and this is the point where yep. where it all started falling apart and they just their heart wasn't in it anymore 
Yep. Which is such a shame because I thought Fear State actually had a really good build up. It did. It really did. And it completely lost the thread of what it was about. Yeah. Because it actually was about things going in, but it's not about those things anymore. No. It's also stretched way too thin for these tie-ins. I cannot believe we're going to have to read another Detective Comics and another Nightwing. I, I read uh, the Detective Comics uh, the other day there, and I'm like, really? Like, this, this, Boring could, as this, fuck, this could be one page in a Batman book. Yep, boring as fuck, and also way more interested in, uh, what is it, setting up uh, Task Force Z. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, talk about a book without a country. Poor poor goddamn Tamaki, who had a gun to her head on that one. Ugh. Here, set up another event you're not writing, and also place it in this event that you're also not writing and have no power <laughs> over. <laughs> Fucking lame. Feels bad, bro. Yeah, she, at least she... she... For, for all i've heard she's staying on once joshua That's williamson good. takes takes on so maybe she'll get a chance to like actually write her own stories and not have to tie into all these different things yeah hopefully she gets more freedom yeah no what else did you have matt oh uh, let's have a look oh i had the final the, the the real final issue of batman superman oh yes 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 saying goodbye to gene lu and yang before yeah, the book so, becomes something else so um yeah, I originally thought it ended on the issue twenty-one, uh, with the end of that Worlds Collide story. But then I also mm. remembered that oh yeah, they they like solicited the f- final issue after that, which is like a one and done story. Yeah, yeah. But it's really fucking good one and done story. Um, so it's about Calendar Man, and how Calendar Man escapes a day with the help of Mixel Spitlick, and Mixel Spitlick saves him from being killed in a day from the gas, <laughs> and uh, all because of like the guy's whole deal it like interests the imp like it's like hey you're kind of a weirdo yeah you 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 like order and and that order that the calendars bring in everything so i want you to like take this hat this uh one of my hats and use it to go and like fuck around with batman and superman and Mm. just just see what will happen and um (laughs) the 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 really cool thing about is is because obviously mixel spitlick uh is aware he's in a comic uh when naturally when calendar man gets the hat he becomes he's aware in a comic he can see like oh. the panel numbers and everything and the oh, panel the panel numbers are the actual panels in the pages so like he sees panel 16 which is the 16th panel in that book and he sees it and he loves it because he loves everything being contained in nice neat orderly boxes that checks out um so he, he's like oh i fucking love all this this is great and he, he's invincible now because he's got the hat on so he uh gets dropped back in gotham batman tracks like the energy signature because it's weird fifth dimensional energy calls in superman and they realize that it's uh calendar man but calendar man already knows this because he can actually peer over into the next pages and it's because of this he actually sees bruce without his mask on and comes to the conclusion that batman is bruce wayne Ah. he tries to tell a bunch of uh bunch of villains like kite man and all that at like uh the ice iceberg lounge and they're like oh how did you come up with this conclusion that batman is bruce wayne and he's like oh well an interdimensional int gave me a uh, a hat and it allows me to see beyond the bounds of our reality and i looked over into the next page and saw bruce and <laughs> they're like okay you're fucking insane and they beat the sh- beat the shit out of him but what he does oh it's so cool what he does is he actually hits a bottle from kite man's hand and it falls down through the page and he catches it in the next panel and uses it to like slash out their eyeballs <laughs> This whole series has been doing a lot of really interesting stuff with comic yeah. as an art form, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. 
he ends up fighting the the villains uh the heroes and it's a great panel where like uh they're in the middle panel and the and calendar man is all around the panel beating them up from in outside the panels he gets like a pen that can like cross things out so he crosses out batman's batarangs that just disappear from reality before they hit him but then he drops the pen and it cuts off his arm and he's like oh what do i do now i, I can't <laughs> do anything now because i've got no arm so the heroes end up saving him and he realizes they aren't so bad and uh, superman destroys the hat and realizes mixel spitlick was behind this mixel spitlick decides you. Eh, you, you know it's not worth my time anymore so he like erases calendar man's uh, memory of all of this and grows back his arm and he's like hey eh. then he taught the final two pages are directed at us the reader it's like why do you oh shit it's like why do you guys keep coming back week after week when you know the heroes are gonna win it's like it, you've been here since 1938 and i i wasn't even in the comic until 1944 and all this sort of stuff and it's like hey, i guess that's okay because it's fun oh that's fun man you know this series was like short-lived but i think it's easily it's, a shoe-in for like my best of the it's year so good that it was just so different from like your usual oh batman superman fight joker and lex luthor Speaking of uh, Gene Lu and Yang, too, I think uh, his book, American Born Chinese, actually got optioned. Mm -hmm. It did. By for Netflix. Yeah, Netflix, yeah. yeah. Good for him, so he's going to be making some fuck you money soon. <laughs> Everyone gets some fuck you money. As long as it doesn't like ruin any of his plans for like, comic books. <laughs> Shame that they cut this one short, but I I'm guessing they cut it short because when Williams takes over and whatever Philip Kennedy Johnson does, they probably want Batman Superman to become something new. As I said, we'll probably get like a Jace Fox, uh, Jonathan Kent books at some point. Not a terrible pitch at all. No. We're both sons. No, I, I, it's not a terrible pitch, but I also wish we could get more of Gene's books here just because they're Same. so fun and so, so creative so yeah so creative and different and everything i mean we're going to get some more of his ideas because that whole um archive of worlds thing led uh like uh finished with like a tease for like infinite frontier with dark side oh. finding out about him and everything so right interesting yeah yeah well at least we're yeah. going to get more of that yeah it feels like he's one of those talents that the big two should really nail down with a nice big juicy contract before he goes somewhere else yeah before he goes to netflix <laughs> Yeah, or something. Yeah, you gotta gotta get him while the getting's good. But at least he had one really goddamn great run. Yeah, I, I was screwing around already this week and thinking like, hey, what were my favorite comics I read this year? And I kept coming back to that one. I'm like, well, that wasn't like anything I've read. So yeah, it was pretty fucking good. It was pretty good, yeah. It was pretty fucking good, so I'm all about that. Uh, what else did I have this week? Ooh, I had Spider-Man 75. I did as well. We both read this one, the starting of the Beyond Era for Spider-Man. Yeah, and it's it's great because it's not convoluted and full of shit that's never going to matter. It's about as streamlined as it could get, and I Ugh. think after that last Kindred Saga arc, I think it's basically what everyone wanted for Spider-Man. Yeah, and it's, it's even funnier when Peter is like, ah, I don't want to deal with that Kindred stuff. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> that's that's his whole character arc and yeah. thrust i don't want to deal with what happened to me the last couple months yeah i i can't unpack that today <laughs> yeah fans like legit man we agree we also don't want to deal with that right now <laughs> there's there's shit that book reminds me of too where it's like oh yeah peter's still technically in school right now trying to get his doctorate mm -hmm. because because xavier you know uh, Otto got his doctorates and he knew that was bad so he wants to go and get it again yeah properly yeah they had that whole thing at the start of spencer's run where he yeah he, they didn't count because he wasn't 
the one doing it sort of thing yeah. and yeah uh, they actually bring back quite a lot of stuff from superiors. We discover that uh, when Otto was in charge of his body, he actually brought out all the proper trademarks and everything <laughs> trademarks for Spider-Man. Spider-Man yeah. <laughs> Which is fucking genius, as as it would be, and because Peter hasn't been keeping up with that because he's been ignoring everything in his life, the people, responsibilities, etc., etc., the Beyond Corporation has been able to swoop on in and buy all the Spider-Man copyrights. Yeah, so they now own Spider-Man in perpetuity and also to everyone who's ever called themselves spider-man which you know means miles and everyone else is gonna have to get involved oh absolutely yeah as the chat is saying so basically peter is dealing with sony yeah yeah Yeah. you could probably say that the beyond corporation is a stand-in for sony yeah yeah hey we have a spider-man but he's just a pale clone imitation of you (laughs) yeah didn't we say when this was first announced this would be a great way for them to have like this is the mcu spider-man and this is the 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 sony spider-man kind of (laughs) yeah saying hey what about peter's supposed uh uh, ring he was going to give to mary jane uh yeah we seemingly forgot about that i'm sure it's in his back pocket somewhere yeah he again deal with that later doesn't want to deal with it right now a lot going on uh did you love the panel as much as i did when ben rolls back into peter's life and he's at his absolute lowest he's got asked for an extension his friend is dead you know everything's going wrong he's all disheveled because he just got out of bed and here comes ben his clone in a nice suit haircut and everything yeah yeah (laughs) he's got a big new job he's got money he's got a girlfriend he's got corporate backing he's got a suit that's better and more high tech than his yep yep some people were quick to say, like, oh, this is just retreading Superior Spider-Man. No, 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 no. Peter wasn't in control for that. Now he can actually see someone yeah. being a better Spider-Man in front of him. Yeah, now he, he he might be able to appreciate it a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, that, oh, shit, this guy actually has his life together. And also the book straight up saying, like, yeah, Ben has everything Peter doesn't have, but Ben, like, sacrificed, you know, his integrity. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 a sellout now. <laughs> yeah, he, he's not evil, and like beyond, he, he beyond... makes reference that he knows he is a sellout it's like i'd rather yeah. them do this with me than not with me you know because <laughs> they're because they're gonna do it with someone they might as well do it with me because you know i've had it rough too yeah and you know i need i need to get up i need to come up yeah but you know because i'm not evil i'm asking you like hey are you all right with us sharing the spider-man <laughs> mantle yeah and peter's like, no no <laughs> And somewhere Miles' ears are burning, sharing the Spider-Man, man. <laughs> I feel like there's a conversation I should be involved in. <laughs> I really hope as well, I mean, the story's not done yet, but I really hope that somehow they reference uh, Ben Riley's time in space with uh, with Iron Man, because that's where he is I'm at sure the moment will. in the Iron Man book, and he's still Scarlet Spider in that. I think Zeb Wells talked about that, actually, okay, on, cool. uh, on Twitter. Awesome. <laughs> He's, he's like, yeah, don't worry, everyone. I realize that doesn't make uh, sense at the moment, but it will. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> so that's nice. They're definitely paying attention on that one. Uh, yeah, we get some backup stories in this one. Uh, we get Misty Knight and Colleen Wing. It looks like uh, Ben Riley is trying to build a new team. Yep. Which I thought was kind of cool. And also, we see his handlers at the Beyond Corporation talking to Dr. Kafka because, you know, she's trying to make inroads with all these new jackal clones and clone psychology and everything. Yep. Including Electro, who is back now. Yeah. And also, it looks like they're keeping both Electros because it's the Lady Electro who's going to be in that Villains for Hire book. Yep. It's funny, too, that they're asking Kafka about clones because Kafka is a clone. <laughs> that is pretty funny. I, I guess yeah. they, they would know what, what's best. <laughs> I guess she would, right? 
I guess she would know. And I'm like, but did they know that she's a clone? Because <laughs> I, I forgot she was a clone, honestly. I had to Google it to remind myself that she was technically dead, too, and also came back to yeah, life. Yeah, I, I, I have to imagine they do, yeah. Uh, Bizarro guy bringing up something interesting, saying, curious if we'll get a new take on Jameson hating Spider-Man, knowing that Beyond stole Peter's identity. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, my God. I just, just, that just, like, like, made me think of something like oh is peter gonna like go to jameson and be like do your spider-man menace on this guy and like make him look like the bad guy <laughs> yeah, oh my god that would be for look J he becomes jonah. everything he hates <laughs> yeah look jonah you're only good at like a handful of things and one of those things is hating spider-man well i hate <laughs> spider-man too <laughs> him and jameson are gonna set up a podcast <laughs> they're gonna start a podcast where it's just them doing three-hour streams talking about what shit spider-man is <laughs> oh my god that would be fucking amazing oh that'd be great oh that and, i know, suppose that's after after peter gets like better from like his supposed like cancer oh, dose yes. that he gets at the end of this issue <laughs> Yes, of course. As we knew, something bad was going to happen to Peter in this issue. And I think they do a pretty good job explaining it by having him fight the UFOs who show up at a place that Ben knew to be at and the Beyond Corporation was sure to give him a suit that would protect him. So mm -hmm. it's like, oh, the Beyond Corporation totally set this up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They totally set this up. This was a trap. And, uh, you know, the UFOs, obviously, the last time we saw them, they were fighting the frickin' Immortal Hulk over in that book. So they're Hulk-level bad guys. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're a little bit more than what Peter could actually handle. I, I, I did find it strange that, like, it's like, really, Peter doesn't, like, have something insulate in his, his insulate his suit. And, like, you would think, because he's a smart guy, you'd think he'd have a bit yeah. more than just, like, web shooters. I'm trying to think where it's like, but none of his villains are, like, corrosive in that way. I mean, you probably still want something, like, just as, like, a contingency. He's a smart You'd guy. You would think he would have thought of that, that. I mean, maybe it is, but it's also, like, they beat him up, they basically dropped a nuke on him, and then yeah. filled his lungs with poison gas. So it took, like, three things to kick his ass. That's true, yeah. And also, it's like, you know, he's he's feeling bad. He's off his game from everything else that's going on right now. So, you know, he, he slipped that's true yeah i mean you know, at least they used pre-existing foes at least they didn't like go all doomsday and have to create like a new guy yeah that's true at least it's like look you know we're actually gonna give the ufos kind of like a push on this one being look if they can fight the fantastic four if they can fight the hulk they can beat up spider-man that's true yeah and i'm like all right that's cool and honestly i didn't see a lot of other people have problems with it they're like all right you know you took spider-man off the board by dropping a nuke on him that's fair yeah it's, it's a decent amount of yeah he's not just like giving up just because he you know got beaten up by a you know, scorpion or something I'm, I'm glad our minds both went to scorpion like who's the lamest villain to take him <laughs> off the table scorpion yeah yeah <laughs> oh no scorpion sprayed poison in my mouth ah oh. uh, i've got to go to the dentist so i can't be i can't be spider-man for like four weeks <laughs> another guy in my chat had a really funny one where it'd be like wouldn't it be hilarious if spider-man's not actually hurt he's just pretending to be hurt so ben can like take the weight off his shoulders for a bit <laughs> yeah he's, like, he's pulling sorry. that oh i really wish i could do it oh, I re oh, I re oh i'm a bit too hurt oh sorry sorry <laughs> i'm so, i'm so tired because like he knows that like ben's not a bad guy and beyond yeah. doesn't seem to be evil evil just yet where it's like yeah man i need I need like a personal week where like MJ and me can like watch Netflix and shit. <laughs> but the thing, but I guess that goes back into that MJ part and that where like she, she knows that he won't stop for just five minutes just to unpack everything. Okay. Cause yeah. he, he needs Spider-Man now more than ever. Cause that's like his getaway. 
So yeah. it's like, I can just go be Spider-Man. I don't have to worry about any of this anymore. And that's being Keep taken throwing. away from him now. Yeah, he keeps throwing himself back into it over and over again, which could be an interesting premise for a story where it's like, yeah, you don't have Spider-Man anymore to fall back on, so you need to actually put Peter Parker's life in order. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, yeah. And again, it's going to be like a weekly thing, so we got like a new issue next week. Yeah, and, it, and it'll be it's, it's even better because like you see like a lot of time like issues either spend too much time on Peter Parker or too much time on mm. Spider-Man. There's never really a good balance whereas here like you have a peter parker and you have a spider-man who mm. technically is peter parker yeah so you're getting, yeah, you can get both of them a lot of places they could go with this off to an interesting start i would say yeah and you know it's only a matter of time before we get kane and the jackal and all these other characters because mm-hmm. it's been the lady dr octopus who was a ben riley villain first yep you know that shit's bound to happen. That's coming. Words. That's coming. Oh, yeah. That's definitely coming. Uh, all right. What else did you have this week, Matt? Uh, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Oh, we had Dark Ages issue two. Yes. Yes, we did. This one continues to go from strength to strength. Yeah. This one, uh, again, like proving that Tom Taylor can just like kind of spin gold from anything. Uh, it, it turns its head on the whole post-apocalypse thing. It's like, what if the apocalypse sure was actually good Better. and and like the world is now at peace and like more cohesive than ever <laughs> yeah sure we got the odd vampire attack but look we got fucking blade we can handle yeah that. we got we got blade we got we got laura coat and her blades in in uh in silver silver and all that sort of stuff we're, we're set yeah i i think that's very fun where it's like yeah you know technology all went away the first couple years were rough but the superheroes used their powers you know to you know be a warm light for everyone to gather around and with the death of industry uh we actually walked back global warming yeah yeah and everything's kind of cool we got charles xavier and a bunch of other telepaths acting as like an organic internet we're, yep. we're all good keeping us up to date hey xavier who won the football game <laughs> thanks <laughs> hey xavier can i have some pornography Da-da-da-da-da. thanks <laughs> Hey, can I order some Amazon stuff? Uh, it's just Nightcrawler actually delivering packages. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're doing now. <laughs> it's all so- uh, Tony Stark living in a cave now. Yeah, yep, yep. The irony is he, not lost he, he, on me on that He's one. living in the cave, and instead of being like uh, like an industrialist or anything, he's now like an alchemist. He's an alchemist. He's gone back to the dark. I love he's learned to turn lead into yeah. gold. He's like, man, this would be really cool if, you know, there was money anymore. Yeah, if this this, this is totally use, useless, so I don't know why I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a rich guy in the apocalypse anymore. <laughs> we see uh, Peter uh, raising his daughter, teaching her how to swing, and she has a very cute pink spider. Yeah, yeah. We see an older version of her, too, so I think we're actually going to keep jumping in time as well. I, I imagine we will, yeah because we jump a couple of years here they're like yeah there was a couple of years of war before we got it together yeah years of wars so taskmaster and hawkeye and all these characters died and then all the heroes got together and sort of solved all of like the world's problems and everything except for damn apocalypse though they couldn't solve him yeah him and he's, he's got his section over in europe which he's turned basically into new egypt enslaving people to build statues to him yeah we, we we learn all this because captain america comes to see tony and wants like his his thoughts about something and we learn that it's not actually tony it, it's not actually steve it's uh it's mystique masquerading which, as him which is a shame because i loved captain america's costume it's pretty this. good i imagine we'll see see him i imagine he's like captured by by mm. uh apocalypse or anything or something like that 
Yeah. Funny, too, you know, he went to Europe, which I like. Yeah. Captain America can't stay away from the European theater no matter how hard he tries. <laughs> and, yeah, Apocalypse has this great plan to turn the lights back on. But, you know, even though he's pretty smart, he needs someone like Tony to take it to the next level. Yeah, he's already got uh, Reed Richards and Riri Williams working for him and everything. And you think that they're, oh, they're working for him because they, they want a chance at survival and everything. But it's fairly obvious that they're probably being mind-controlled by the Purple Man. Wow, great use of Purple Man. I feel yeah. like a lot of writers are afraid to use Purple Man because it's like, well, he's too powerful. Yeah, but he was used just enough, just a perfect amount. I'm assuming is that his powers probably don't work on Apocalypse. Oh, yeah, his Apocalypse is probably too powerful for him. I have evolved to the point where I can close my smell gland so your pheromone <laughs> shit can't work on me, dude. <laughs> no one controls Apocalypse. Slap. <laughs> I like Purple Man got a new design, too. He looks even grosser. Yeah, he does. Looks like a goddamn pickup artist, which he kind of is. Yeah, he pretty much is. He's the ultimate slimy pickup artist. <laughs> and poor Magneto is a goddamn battery. Yeah, Magneto's being used to uh, shield their uh, power sources so they work instead of just shorting out like all of uh, Tony's stuff does thanks to the EMP uh, covering the Earth. Which is super clever as far as ideas go. Yeah, and then one I'm like, oh, well, you know, he's, you know, in this universe, you know, Magneto is a villain and everything. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's okay. He's, he's, it's fine. It's morally okay. <laughs> it's morally okay. And uh, apparently Apocalypse's big plan is that he wants to get back with the Unmaker. He says, you know, I when my mind touched the Unmaker in issue one, it touched a true god. Yeah, he got a little sniff of that, that, that cocaine that that god was having. So he wanted some more of that. <laughs> I need another hit. I need yeah, it bad. Yeah, yeah. I need that unmaker. <laughs> I don't care what I got to do to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. I like that they remember that Shocker is an engineer. Yeah, I guess he is, isn't he? He's never shown to be that smart, but if he can make and maintain these things. Yeah, yeah. I guess he's more intelligent than the average person. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the book ends with Tony going under Purple Man's control to be forced as a slave to work for, for uh, Apocalypse. Uh oh, yeah. So I imagine that the heroes are gonna like figure out something happened to Tony, and they're gonna go look for him. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Also, clearly he gets a suit because we've seen the art. Yeah, well, I he, I think he had one in the cave. There was like ah, a, a couple right. of like steam powered ones in the cave. I gotta, I gotta chop wood for my new Iron Man suit. Yeah, yeah, and he's got like a a, a prosthetic leg as well. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of a lot of in between stuff. Hey, how did that happen? Yeah. A vampire probably bit him and he had to cut it off. Oh, I think it might have been from when he, in that first issue, his suit gave out when he was in the air oh, and he, like, yeah, fell to Earth. that's right. I forgot about it. Yeah, that'd do it. Yeah. Yeah, that'd probably do it. Makes sense. <laughs> uh, what else did you have, Matt? Uh, Justice League Infinity issue four. I also had this. Yeah, Wonder Woman goes out with uh, Darkseid. It's in a relationship yes. with Darkseid. <laughs> Well, a version yeah. did from another. A universe. lot of people didn't seem to realize that. <laughs> no, I know a lot of people totally got that wrong. Also, hey, this is a fun reference to the Super Friends, where that was actually a thing, where Darkseid was all simping over Wonder Woman. Yeah, and th this this issue was uh, full of like uh, references to like old uh, Justice mm. League stories, like Paradise Lost, yeah, uh, and all that good stuff with uh, Hades and all that stuff. 
I loved what they did with Hades because they totally picked up on an idea that the show mentioned then never played with again, and that is like, yeah, Hades might have been Wonder Woman's spiritual father, but she's unsure. Yeah, he also could have just been lying. We just, don't just know. Just to fuck with her. But clearly that weighed on Wonder Woman's mind, and I love the reason that she was super pissed at this multiversal version of herself is not for loving Darkseid, but for maybe showing that something like that runs in the Wonder Woman family, because if her mother could fall for Hades and this version of Diana could fall for Darkseid, then she's like, oh no. Yeah, yeah, I'm following the trend, it's a cycle. Yeah, it's a terrible cycle, and uh, yeah, I just thought that was a very clever idea. In general, what I really love about this series is that it's a multiversal DC story, which we see so much of, but it uses the framework of multiversal DC to tell these really interesting one-and-done stories. Yeah, it's like a... um it's sort of like a i guess like a tales of the crypt sort of thing where like you have, where you have like a maze a mazo in that mirrored realm and he's like oh yeah, i'll yeah. pick up this piece of mirror and see what universe is in that this week yeah pretty much and yeah. it's so cool it's my favorite justice league book it's maybe one of my favorite team books on the shelf right now it's really good and i i never thought i'd love it as much as i did and also just continues to prove that jm demathis is just a fucking machine <laughs> He's one of the oldest men writing comics today, and he can still bring the goddamn heat. Yeah, and it helps as well as like the characters that like he and uh, the co-writer James Tucker and all that like wrote yep. for so many years on that show. That too, that most of the heavy lifting has already been done. It feels like a true sequel, mm -hmm. and it references all these great nostalgic episodes. Every time I read it, I'm like, "Ooh, I want to go back and watch that episode." I'm like, "Ooh, I want to watch the whole show now." Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's really strong. It's really, really strong. If you haven't checked it out, everyone, you need to check it out. It's really good, yeah. And even deep cuts like freaking Superman of Earth D. Mm -hmm. Which you gotta love that. Mm -hmm. uh, what else do I have this week? Ooh, I had Hellions 16 as we enter the end game for this series. Oh, what's going on with Hellions? Uh, so the team is breaking up now that, uh, what is it, Sinister tried to kill them all, yep. did kill them all, have been manipulating their mind empath forced havoc to blow up his laboratory killing the chimera mutants but also killing psylocke's daughter's memories <laughs> that existed in the computer <laughs> it, it got so bad and the explosion was so big cyclops and like the real x-men had to come in and deal with it and they're like whoa what the fuck is happening here oh no oh no and they had to catch up here's the funny thing though is when they like take their like broken and bloody corpses back to krakoa to be healed cyclops is talking to emma and they're like you know what i'm kind of sad about this i was actually rooting for the hellions i wanted them to succeed <laughs> yeah kind of yeah kind of talking like i guess maybe the writers and the audiences and <laughs> a little bit it's like yeah you know they're these you know freaks and weirdos and outsiders but if you know they could be good for krakoa and they could reintegrate and everything it proved that we could all be saved but I guess we fucked up by giving the reins to Mr. Sinister, huh? <laughs> Didn't think that one through. Nope, we did not think that one through. It gets even better because Cyclops is like, but we can punish Sinister, right? For, you know, screwing with his people and, you know, making Chimera mutants. And Emma's like, nah, he's on the council. This will bounce off him. Yeah, I was going to say, okay, uh, this is Sabretooth is getting out of the, uh, the, the, the void. Uh, we could just uh, throw Sinister in there instead. 
Yeah, can't we just throw him in the hole there? Uh, I love that where Emma's like, nah, he's on the council. This is going to, like, totally bounce off. Again, showing that Emma is the best one where she's like, look, Justice wouldn't have found him, so that's why I had to put Empath in as a sleeper agent. Yeah, and, it, yeah, she's totally right as well because, like, yeah, it, it like she'd, like, take this to the council and was like, he's been doing all this evil shit and genocide and all this, and, yeah. and Xavier would be like, oh, well, you know, he's learned his lesson. You know, he'll be fine. Also, too, as she says, you know, the whole island literally runs on his cloning tech. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Sinister was always kind of above the law. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which which is even better, too, because, like, Beast in one of the little appendices writes Emin, like, oh, oh, boy, I sure dropped the ball, didn't I, as the head of the mutant CIA? I probably should have caught this one first, huh? No, I was too busy doing my war crimes. Literally, he's like, oh, well, thanks, Emma, for doing my job for me, basically. <laughs> yeah, back to my war crimes. <laughs> Yeah, back to my bullshit that I'm on. <laughs> and, oh, man, Grey Crow is just the best here because, like, all of his machine parts have been destroyed and they're, like, rebuilding him on a table. And he's looking at Empath, who's on the next table, getting healed. He's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you when I get up. You're a dead man, motherfucker. I have loved their, like, their whole, like, rivalry from, like, oh, the yeah. first issue. It was so good. <laughs> It's the best, and Wild Child, he's gathering all these guns, and everything's like, I'm gonna kill Sinister, I'm gonna kill Empath, I'm gonna kill them all. And Wild Child's like, you can't do that, man, they're gonna throw you in the hole right next to Sabretooth. And he's like, they can throw me in the hole and I'll laugh all the fucking way down. <laughs> Such a goddamn badass. Psylocke is all pissed off now because she's like, look, I, I, I knew what I did was wrong helping Sinister to save my daughter. It doesn't make it right. I've shamed myself. I'm going to leave Krakoa and the island forever. And I'm like, sure you are. We, we already know you're going to be in the next several books. <laughs> And Empath feels bad because he's like, oh, you know, I was such a cold psychopath and I only wanted Emma Frost's approval. But also I feel so bad because maybe these guys actually did like me, maybe even love me. Yeah. Uh, what was the other? Oh, Havoc got it worse, though. He's like, so uh, I saved the day. It's like, oh, yeah, you saved the day. You're going to be a big hero. But but I didn't do anything. Empath made me do it. Yeah, well, we're not going to tell anyone that as far as everyone is concerned, you're a hero. Oh, and we're going to bring Madeline Pryor back to life for you. That's your reward. Oh, that's all I wanted. But I don't deserve it, though. <laughs> <laughs> so even when he fucking wins, he loses Alex Summers. It's amazing. <laughs> Just such wonderful sad sack. Oh, that's great. And that's basically the issue. They've broken up. They're threatening to kill each other, but they're probably going to have to come back one last time. Yeah, yeah. It's good shit. Again, if you haven't been reading Hellions, now is the time to read it because there's only two issues left. Yeah. Yeah. That's a shame I, that that series is ending. I know, I know. It's unfortunate. But, again, Zeb Wells is writing Spider-Man, so, I mean, I guess that's a promotion. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to see the book under anyone else. I think it takes a very special sort of person to get that kind of weird, dark, fucked upness. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had one more. What about you? Uh, yeah, I had one more as well. Uh, I had Defenders number three. Ooh, what's been going on in the Defenders? Ooh, a lot of time travel. Magic time travel. Oh, really? Yes, in the first issue, they went to Galactus's planet and met the Eater of Worlds before Galactus. Nice. Uh, they teamed up with his mom, and his mom is now just part of the team. Okay, cool. And she's the best. She's like a big science-y Conan. <laughs> nice. They go back to the fifth cosmos and start killing monsters, and we meet uh, another Sorcerer Supreme, Moradin, who Al Ewing actually created for his new Avengers series. Okay. 
Uh, Morgan is Cthulhu, in case you're wondering. Okay. Just straight up Cthulhu. Okay. <laughs> a big, gross, squid face monster. And he explains the original rules for magic, saying, you know, back in the day, they were all bound to symbols, the swords, the scepters, the wands, mm -hmm. da, 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 da. And it's like, hey, isn't that a lot like the tarot cards that uh, Doctor Strange gave to each member of his team? Yes. Isn't that also like a lot of the tarot cards that Doctor Doom just recently used to take all of Dormammu's magic? <laughs> Uh, a lot like that, yes, actually. <laughs> and uh, Doctor Strange says, look, I didn't pick the members of this team willy-nilly. You're all actually sigils in a living spell. Ah, nice. That's why I picked you all here. And also, I haven't been using my magic all issue, but I will to actually awaken the power within Betty Ross, the Red Harpy. Cool. Because the only way to defeat Dormammu, or not Dormammu, the only way to defeat Moradin is to open the green door. Yeah, okay. So we're bringing in Hulk shit. So she defeats Moradin, opens the green door. They all fall through. She's fine. She wakes up as Betty Ross, who we haven't actually seen her be Betty Ross in a bit. But everyone else got fused together into a horrible Cronenberg monster. Oh, nice. Because we got to bring the body horror in, don't we? Cool. Awesome. And that's and that's the issue. It's funny that this book got here before the final Immortal Hulk issue. Yeah, well... Yeah, maybe there was some sort of delay or something where I think it the is. Immortal Hulk was meant to go first, and yeah. I think, too, because they had to fire the artist, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th I think he was already uh, done, but still, they had to kick him to the curb and hope people forgot. Yeah, yeah. For good reason. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think that comes out this week or next, Immortal Hulk 50. Nice. But yeah, it feels like it's been forever since issue 49. Yeah, yeah, it does. It, it, it's like a good month. Yeah, it's been a really long time for it. Excited for it. Cool. But yeah, that was Defenders. Defenders is interesting. It's something different every issue. Nice. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Uh, what was your last one, Matt? Uh, my last book was Rob Williams's new book, Out. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Dipping your toes into some uh, non-big two. Tell me about Out. Yeah, well, Out is basically the great escape with vampires cool uh yeah so this first issue we get introduced to our uh our, our group our our, our steve mcqueens and mm. escapees and everything uh it's a group who have all been taken to it's a group of pow's uh, allied pow's who've all been taken to a uh, big castle uh because they all at one point or another have tried to escape from other pow camps and this pow camp is meant to be like the the unescapable castle sort of thing uh, uh so so they're all there the castle dracula if you will yeah yeah kind of yeah um uh, our main character is a native american code breaker named nakona cool. uh cool. who uh no one likes because he he understands like german languages and all these different languages and because he can speak them a lot of the dumb gis think that mm. he's a spy because they don't understand that like that was his job <laughs> i am a spy a spy for good dummy <laughs> um so yeah they hate him and everything and they hate that like he's with them because he's just gonna like ruin all their plans uh because their plan is when they meet with the pow's who are already in the camp their plan is to basically escape they've got like all these people in place they're like one of the main guys is like a civil engineer who tunneled out of three pow camps and he's he's like uh set up all these tunnels around the place and they're getting ready to leave uh and but what we learn is that the the german commanders there they're getting desperate because like the allies are in in berlin and and munich and the ardennes and all these sort of thing they've uncovered like a coffin 
and uh, the Kona gets a look at it and he's like, there's language on that coffin, but it's a language I don't know. So he's like kind of intrigued by it. Um, and there's candy in it. Yeah, and he starts noticing like all these things like, oh, the castle is like all the walls are like covered in like religious symbols, like all facing inward. And like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it looks like they're trying to keep something in. Like, don't really know what. And then we find, <laughs> kind of find out what that is because on the last page, one of the guys gets like fucking eviscerated by like a weird vampire monster thing that's it's the only thing you get to see of the monster oh interesting yeah so it can make you work for it yeah it, it starts out like a sort of like a, just a great escape like oh we're going to escape from this prison and you know we're going to beat back the nazis and then fucking vampires did did you know there were vampires in it when you picked it up or was that a surprise no no i knew there were va- there's like one, okay. on, one on the hidden on the cover somewhere I was gonna say that'd be a hell of a twist to say. Oh, I imagine, oh, yeah, I imagine there'll be someone who picks it up thinking it's like, oh, it's cool, a World War Two comic. Yeah, let's read this. Then, yeah, fucking vampires shows up. Yeah, yeah, they no, should do that for the next Call of Duty. <laughs> that'd be pretty good. Yeah, zombies and out of the main story. I'm shocked that hasn't actually happened. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, the, the zombie story in Call of Duty is now so convoluted. I'm sure it's. Happened. I know. I couldn't believe a that there was a story, b that it was that complex. Oh, it's oh, oh it's so complex. But yeah, no, this issue was is really great. Uh, I like all the characters that we get introduced to. They 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 like kind of like um, what's the word for it? Like um, stereotypes of those characters you'd see in like a Great Escape. You've got like the loud mm. mouth, and you got the big tough guy, and right, uh, and right. all those sorts of characters. And yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what Rob Williams does with this because he's done like he writes like a. You're also the Judge Dread books at the moment, the mm. 2000 AD. He's done like Suicide Squad, so he's yes. he's done like some interesting work, and I'm intrigued to see what he'll do with it. Yeah, it's always and nice it's only to dip five issues toe. long. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's always nice to dip our toes in some more indie stuff. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, I guess that's the show for this week, then, isn't? It? I guess that's everything we had to read. It was a lighter week. That's everything. Yeah. All right, yeah, I'm going to hopefully catch up on Wolverine this week. I'm like three issues behind on that, but I got to catch up on it because we're doing the big Wolverine event. Yep. So, yeah, there you go, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on the show this Sunday night. As always, it's a lot of fun. Thank you so much, everyone who donated. It helps us keep the lights on and everything. If you want a delicious deal on some delicious craft soda, be sure to use the Wild Bill uh, promo code down in the description. That always helps us and, you know, shows people that we're good earners. Yeah. I, uh, I wrote a couple other uh, podcast companies out there to see if they wanted to sponsor us. We'll see. Oh, awesome. I keep getting, like, on um, on the Streamlabs thing, you get, like, the little notifications. It's like, you can use this thing, and it's, like, stuff like, uh, oh, was it Raid Shadow Legends and everything. But every time uh. you click on it, like, it doesn't work. I don't know whether it's something to do with their website or whether it's just, like, bullshit. But, yeah. Mm, maybe. Who knows? Like, we got to get them audibles and them Casper mattresses. Yeah, and uh, we got to sell, I don't know, Viagra pills or something, mm. you know? God, I wish. <laughs> I wish. I wish we got that Adam and Eve sponsorship. I wish we got the <laughs> Infernal Restraint sponsorship like the McElroys did early on in their career. <laughs> Look, I don't, I don't care what the product is. I'll fucking hawk the product, man. I'm good at it. <laughs> Always be selling. Always be closing. <laughs> 
All right, everyone, I'm going crazy now. Uh, thank you so much for watching and listening. As always, if you're a patron, you'll be able to watch and listen again uh, before anyone else in audio and visual form. We try and get that up for you right away. You can become a patron for as little as a dollar a month, and that will net you the audio version, as well as whatever stuff I try and put up there. Yeah. All right, so thank you so much, everyone, and Matt and I will be back again next time. Bye-bye. See ya.